we are waiting. That is what Advent is about. The waiting, the anticipation, the hope, the acknowledgement that a baby was born. A baby who grew into a person who healed women and girls, ate with tax collectors, and others who were considered unpopular, unclean, undesirable. And on the night before his arrest, sat and broke bread with faltering friends. Welcome to Stories of Faith, the devotional edition with me, your host, Denise Pollock, a deacon engaged in specialized ministry within the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada. My pronouns are she, her. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, one of the biographies of Jesus, chapter 13, verses 24 to 37. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out to the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and put forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware. Keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. In the Northern Hemisphere, during this time of year, dark stays with us. Our alarms go off at their usual times and we awaken in the cozy dark. This makes rising from our warm beds more difficult because the dark morning urges us to remain and rest and be. But rise we do and we start our day. 
Then later, perhaps much later, the sun also rises at its appointed time, lighting up the sky and assuring us, reminding us that the warmth of summer will come again. Just not now. Now is the time of dark. In this time of darkness, our bodies, and perhaps our minds too, urge us to slow down, to reset our pace and embrace the quiet and the slowness of the dark. The calendar, however, has other ideas. The march toward Christmas has begun with Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday, and Giving Tuesday, we are encouraged to enter stores filled with bright artificial light or to gaze at blue lit screens, adding items to our baskets. And after we have filled our days, eaten supper by the glow of electric lights and filled our baskets to overflowing with things and thoughts, and of what we have done and what we should have done, we come to the end of our day when we collapse back into our cozy warm beds in the dark. During this time of darkness, we are called as people of faith to prepare, to ready ourselves for Advent What does this preparation look like? How do we ready ourselves? How do we prepare ourselves for Advent? Initially, as I was creating this reflection, I created a list of all the things preparation does not look like. But somehow, that didn't feel very helpful. In fact, dare I say it, it felt more like I was being a little preachy. Whereas the truth of the matter is that this reading gives us all we need. It teaches us to keep awake. Keep awake. Not in the literal sense of depriving ourselves of sleep, of consuming too much coffee, tea, or Diet Coke, in order to decrease the amount of sleep we need. Rather, it calls us to notice. Notice the shorter days and the longer nights. Notice the cooler mornings. Notice the precipitation, the rain or snow that falls from the sky. Notice a coworker seems different, happier than usual or quieter. Notice you haven't heard from that friend for longer than normal. Notice your desire for a bath when you are adamantly a shower person. Notice the subtle changes. Keep awake to the small things for they tell us so much. In these small things, the Spirit is nudging us to notice, nudging us to prepare, 
Spirit is nudging us to keep awake in the ways in which God is at work in our lives and in the lives of those around us. As we notice the small things, as we make room for the Spirit to nudge us, as we make space for God to be at work in our lives, as we engage in whatever is our holy call to the paths we could not have walked before, to experiences unknown to us, to experiences and feelings we could not imagine. Keep awake. Be aware of, be open to the presence of God, the Mother, the Child, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. During this season of Advent, each week I will be sharing a reading from Meta Herrick Carlson's book, Speak It Plain, Words for Worship and Life Together. The blessing, the prayer that I share is called Advent. Let us pray. The sacred call, prepare, does not ask for lists or logistics. We do not keep awake only to ensure we are not forgotten at the rapture, nor is the stillness sedentary. So do not simply go looking for a candle scent to capture what it means to ponder, or a gift to prove your love, or a tree to announce joy to the world. Advent lays bare visions of time bending into already and not yet, by the God who tears apart the hustle, the heavens, the temple curtain, with no intention of mending back together our favored boundaries. This is the thin space where stillness is powerful and God is changing our hearts so sacred ponder, love, and joy can birth and shelter. The miracle grows with slow strength in the one place we have all called home, where we do not yet know another way while our fullness is being prepared, carried, and nourished by the one who says, Yes. Amen. This has been Stories of Faith, the devotional edition with me, your host, Deacon Denise Pollock. Until next time, keep living your story of faith. Mm-hmm.